but my taste buds don't know that. Welcome to the Homer Kent Experiment. Episode 016. Pizza Pizza. I've got a hypothesis that um, pizza is not only the greatest food based on um, consistency of taste, like at every point in my life, it's been the greatest <laughs> food, um, but also because I think pizza has got a lot of memories, uh, a lot of things connected to it. And so I'd like to just talk a little bit about pizza tonight and see if that hypothesis is true. Is it the greatest food? Pizza is the greatest food. That's a pretty bold statement. Uh, of all time, too. Like, so it's it's probably only pretty recently invented. When when was pizza invented? Yeah, you're right. There was there was a long period of history where it was like fruits off the tree and like <laughs> and like cooked meat over a fire. Oh man! Hey, hey I just interviewed a, a second grade classroom on this very topic, and it. We don't even need to conduct this. Uh, I mean, they they voted that it is the empirical best. data. Yeah, yeah, we we have conclusive. Eighteen eighty nine is what I just saw that it was invented, and it's actually got a guy who invented it. No way, that's right. No way. But, we are truly living in the golden age. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I mean, to even be living in a time with a food that could be considered because we haven't determined if the hypothesis is true or not, but I think we all <laughs> agree. <laughs> I think we all know deep down. Yeah. I mean, this is just a formality discussing, <laughs> discussing this, but um, so well, hold on, hold on. Before we discuss pizza, what are a couple other foods that might make the like contention? Steak. Uh, uh, bagel bites. No, that's still a form of pizza. Steak. <laughs> steak. Uh, ultimately, steak. bagel bites are a type steak. of pizza, right? So, yeah. so Kidron says steak. Um, what do you imagine the best steak being there, Kidron? Um, like a perfectly cooked tomahawk. And it's got, are you using sauce with it or is like butter and, um, rosemary and rosemary. (laughs) Don't that, isn't that one of the things they put in steaks, like the sprigs of them that are sticking out? Yeah, I don't I think, know. It just yeah, doesn't seem right, steak-like. Right. Yeah, like rosemary butter type stuff. I okay. A few things that spring to my mind, Steve. <laughs> that could. Con- there's, there's no way there's something called rosemary butter. Yeah, yeah, but so a couple of the things that come to my mind right away, Steve. <laughs> if we're talking about the best foods in the world, yeah. uh, I, I think ice cream's on the list. Uh, maybe cheesecake, fried chicken. I mean, I don't think they like. You could find a person who doesn't like a fried chicken every now and then. And many don't burn no fried chicken. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. And the one that often, like, if I was going to sit down at a restaurant, somebody was going to make something, and I got to choose what it was, I might choose uh, baby back ribs. So, but I've been asked before, Steve, to your point, I've been asked, if you could eat one food the rest of your life, what would it be? Come on, come on, come on. I chose pizza. See, that's my dog. Interesting, interesting uh, tidbit here. I worked at a pizza place like all through high school and we got a free pizza every night that we worked. And I always (laughs) got the same one and I never got sick of it. What what was it? 
it was it was just a pepperoni and cheese and uh it, it like some some places i i get other ingredients and but like it depends i think on the sauce like how sweet it is or whatever like where you get the saltiness mixed in and it sometimes it's just right did you so, ever deviate from pepperoni and cheese did you ever say yeah throw some anchovies in there ever once <laughs> no i did i did deviate a few times but it was almost every single night i got that and you regretted it every time. So here's so here, the thing. Wait, wait. Here's why you're right, Steve. I got to tell you, because everything I just mentioned, I could just put on pizza. Thank you. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the ice cream, but the steak. You could put steak on a pizza. You could put baby. You could put you know well, pork on a pizza. I just ice not cream. pineapple. Just not pineapple. I could even do pineapple. Oh yeah, I, I, do pineapple. I am. Okay. Here's the thing about ice cream. If you ask me at any point in the day, what would you rather eat, a piece of pizza or ice cream? That's a toss-up. But it, here's the thing. Ice cream is cheating because it's like half sugar. Yeah, so it's, it, it's really totally food. cheating. And I, you cannot respectably wake up in the morning and eat ice cream. And you cannot have <laughs> ice cream for lunch. And you cannot have ice cream Can for dinner. Can you respectably it's an, wake up and eat pizza, though? Like, everybody does bagel it. Bagel bite me. Pizza in the... Josh, it's pizza like you're the forgetting morning. the whole song. <laughs> pizza in the morning, pizza, pizza in, the, in evening. the evening, pizza, pizza at, at supper time. Supper time, when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're not a sponsor, by the way. Uh, they, uh, not yet. Soon. Not yet. Soon. I tell you. Now, here's the thing about pizza: is that is that you can. Um, you don't even have to cook it very well. Like we were at the pool, okay? And my son loves pizza. Who doesn't? Uh, have yet to meet a person that does not like pizza. And um, he, he goes to the concession stand and he, <laughs> he, he buys this piece of pizza. They burn this thing. It becomes one with the paper plate that it's on. <laughs> it, it made Totino's look like something from the fanciest restaurant on the face <laughs> of the planet. And um, that that might have been the only pizza I ever saw and thought, ain't eating that thing. It just looked disgusting. You know, um, even my son who's lactose intolerant likes pizza without like cheese on it. He, he just eats the bread sauce and whatever else is on it. What, so funny. What do you guys think if we were going to rank the best pizzas? Does pepperoni pizza make the top? Okay, are is this a Josh, Steve, and Kidron? What is the best pizza, or is this what do we think the world would agree on as the most beloved? World's best pizza. Oh yeah, actually. So yeah, that's good. First, um, we should we should separate like. Cause you know, you have the different styles like Chicago pizza, which is really deep dish. And then you have the New York style, which is more probably like Italian where it's like in a, a an oven, like a stone oven and more thinner and super floppy. And yeah, I, I just had an authentic Chicago pizza two weeks ago. Now um, authentic is deep dish. Authentic Chicago is deep dish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, like a hearty like meal. Like you don't need to side when you're right. eating a deep dish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the beef I do, stew of pizza. I do like it, and but I think if <laughs> if I had to choose, I would probably, uh, if I could only have one, I would probably go towards the New York style. Yeah, I like New York style too. I actually I I like 
brick oven pizza. Mm -hmm. See, brick oven pizza to me is something that will slowly fade away. It's like, to me, it's like a, a fad. They're, they're getting you on the marketing. Um, and yes, I'm calling you a sucker is what I'm doing. No, they totally aren't because there's, there is a difference in the consist. Like if you had a brick oven pizza, it's like the crust is, is, is crispier. It's hotter. It's oh, good. Mm -hmm. Boy, it's they like, really got I mean, you. Have grills gone away, Steve? Is that they a really fad? got you on the marketing, Josh? Wow. I didn't realize <laughs> how susceptible you were. Have you had a burger on a grill versus a burger in the microwave? There's a difference. Ooh, a microwave burger. Oh. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, Papa John's would be considered New York style. Yeah, it's like somewhere in the middle. It's like Papa John's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so earlier, Kittern said, I always ordered a pepperoni and cheese pizza. Kittern, were you talking extra cheese or you're just naming... <laughs> <laughs> a part that's already there it's almost like saying i had a pepperoni and cheese and bread and tomato sauce pizza <laughs> uh no I, I i would get extra cheese sometimes but yeah pepperoni and cheese just okay, pepperoni was, for you pepperoni and when people say cheese pizza i'm always like just leave off the cheese are you asking for extra cheese that's one thing but i think you just want a pizza with no toppings <laughs> you just want a pizza <laughs> Okay, so pepperoni, I think universally would have to be the number one. Um, yeah, it's like either pepperoni or sausage, maybe, or just cheese. I don't know. Now, now, what's your favorite kind of oddball that's not pepperoni and cheese and sausage? What's your favorite oddball topping to put on a pizza? I don't think I have one. I'm trying to think back. I've had some like barbecue style pizzas where they don't put tomato sauce on it. They'll put barbecue sauce or maybe like uh, Alfredo sauce. My my oddball uh, topping is as a banana peppers. Yeah, I get banana peppers. Yep. Like I would prefer with banana peppers and pepperoni over just pepperoni. The the thing that makes me not like a pizza is mushrooms and olives. Yeah, I'll eat that all day. Big, huge onions. I will not eat that pizza. <laughs> I I might. I might remove the onions and still eat the pizza because I love pizza so much. But frequently, like, so Sandy makes homemade pizza. She goes to get, get like the Betty Crocker mix and makes the dough. And uh, it's kind of homemade. And um, she will have to always tell me, Steve, I think you should stop. <laughs> I think you should stop eating now. <laughs> how many pieces is that? And this is like every week she has to say, how many pieces have you eaten? <laughs> and I'm like trying to lie to her <laughs> so I can keep eating more pizza. If you ever have us over, I want, I want one of these homemade pizzas. I love a good homemade pizza. You got it, man. And I hate a bad one. So I'll let you know. Okay. But that's only if I ever have you over, right? Yeah. So we're safe. Okay, cool. We're good. So do you guys remember going to CeCe's Pizza as a kid after like basketball <laughs> games or baseball <laughs> games? Did everyone do that? I never. Uh, we didn't have CeCe's, but as an adult, I've been there. So I know that I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Same same story here. <laughs> I mean, just going there with the whole youth group or everyone just it's now I think I would have a hard time. I'd still love eating it, but it's just how long has that been frying 
you know, been roasting <laughs> under this <laughs> hot light. Right. Oh, man. A salad bar uh, pizza. All you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> are they still around? I don't know. I think I they are. I think they are in different pockets of the place. I don't yeah. think there's one in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. well see i i only knew about them in indiana i feel like they're not around this area did you guys have school pizza growing up we had this rectangle stuff that was yes that was incredible yeah. that was some okay if you had that now do you think it'd be like the happy meal thing where we eat it we're like that's just some good yeah pizza. i i actually didn't <laughs> like it at the time so so yeah i think it would be pretty bad and you call yourself a pizza lover? <laughs> I was just thinking the other day about like why why were they like shaped the way they were, and and then it dawned on me like oh they prepared them on these gigantic trays. Yep, and big cookie sheet. Thing. No, <laughs> that's not why they they were getting at the heart of what pizza was meant to be, and <laughs> they thought let's do something different. Let's use our art artistic abilities <laughs> to create a new type Tri of pizza. Triangles. Those, those have been done. <laughs> Small squares. <laughs> and bagel and bites tried. already did the circle. Yeah. Right. We're going all Rectangles. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. I remember having a peanut butter jelly sandwich at, at for a school lunch one time. I went to Villas Elementary. It was either fourth or fifth grade. And I thought this peanut butter is unlike any peanut butter I've ever tasted before. And I, I spent like the next three, four years of my life trying to figure out how that <laughs> peanut butter tasted so much better than any peanut butter I've had, I'd ever eaten. It was honey peanut butter. Oh, yeah. You I ever have... tasted honey peanut butter? No. Yes. Is there... Is there one of the big brands that makes it that you can easily find? I have not seen it that often, but so, I saw it once. So you spent it. three or four years trying to figure this out. What did that journey look like? It was it was painful. I didn't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you made Lost it to the top friend. of Everest and there was like this wise man there. And then you were like, wait, I can just go ask them what they use. To find the honey peanut butter, you must. <laughs> we don't do accents on this podcast. Look inside. <laughs> the, our, our school peanut butter and jellies were, uh, they were like this gigantic tub thing or, or little cup thing of, uh, of peanut butter, like overflowing. And then this tiny little packet of jelly. <laughs> so, so your peanut butter and jelly sandwich would be like two inches thick of peanut butter if you used everything do you think and that like, was like your lunch lady she just loved peanut butter and she hated jelly she's like <laughs> oh fine but i have to because it's called peanut butter jelly right I, I, i'm thinking it it was maybe it had something to do with health they were like you know peanut butter is healthy and jelly isn't so we have to give them like just enough to cover the surface of one slice of the bread. And then the other side is going to be covered <laughs> for a few inches thick of peanut butter. I'm actually down with that. That suits my taste. Now, I, I heard a study this week or I read something about it. Um, could be totally false, but I, I think it might be true. 
your metabolism. So like we've all, even Kidron, gained weight since college. Yes, we have. Um, yeah, Kidron, nobody's disagreeing with you there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Even, even Kidron. So I, I, you hear all the time, hey, why have you gained weight? Oh, you know, I'm just getting older. My metabolism. I actually read this um, article that was referencing a study that said your metabolism actually does not slow down. It's it's negligible. It it doesn't slow down at all between ages twenty and sixty. Oh, so it really is just the amount of cherry coke I've had. Yeah, and for me, it's the amount of peanut butter that I eat. <laughs> I, I, so every chance I can get to stick <laughs> a knife into peanut butter. And then just put it directly into my mouth. <laughs> I do it. So like I'm making kids peanut butter jelly sandwiches in the morning. The last scoop is always for my mouth. And <laughs> we're and, lucky and, you still have a tongue. I mean, I, I my pores, <laughs> I, I excrete. So one time in college, I'm um I'm hanging out with uh, Kitter and. Aaron Lawrence, Aaron Beth, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she like took her role and wiped it on your face and was like, mm. I wasn't hanging out with her. I was hanging out with her brother. He was like up visiting or something. And he's in my dorm room and I didn't <laughs> I didn't have anything to eat except <laughs> peanut butter, which is which is great. So I'm like, hey man, sometimes I just grab a spoon. And he's like, Yeah, I'll do that. I mean, he was totally with me. We totally connected in this moment. And uh, we're like laughing hysterically. We take these massive spoonfuls of peanut butter, put them in our mouths, and we're just cracking up. I mean, we can hardly talk, hardly move our mouths. There's so much peanut butter in there. And directly after that, I'm like, oh, shoot. I told my buddies I'd go watch Pirates of the Caribbean with him. It was uh, Chris Ogden, who we've had as a guest on this show, and his girlfriend, and then our buddy Nate. And I, they open up the door for me to get in the car <laughs> and they're all like, Whoa, peanut butter. <laughs> they could smell it on you. It was like, I hadn't even, my finger hadn't even crossed the threshold of the car. They just opened <laughs> up the door. <laughs> oh man. It, it's not even like an aromatic thing. Not like onions. <laughs> Oh, I mean, they were all like, whoa, <laughs> holy peanut butter. <laughs> oh, That's man, great. but I can't help myself. I love this stuff, but not as much as pizza. Have you ever seen a pizza with peanut butter on it? I was just thinking, we, I think I, ha- I know what we should do to make our next million is peanut butter pizza. <laughs> well, got jelly one- as the sauce. One man challenge we could have is make your family dinner and have it be a new type of pizza. Mm-hmm. I like this. Or we could continue to let our wives make us dinner every <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I worked at Papa John's for four months. And, and so this was, you know, having kids and having bills is really refining time. We've gone over this a bunch, but I went from work, got off at five and then drove right around the corner. Like it was about a 30 second drive to Papa John's and work from five 30 to whatever, 11 at night. And so I didn't see my family Thursdays, 
or Fridays. And then Saturday nights, I would also work during a, um, a Notre Dame season. So it was just four months. I just did it during Notre Dame season to make some extra money. My wife gets a root canal. She, uh, she goes to the dentist. They're like, yeah, Steve, I need a root canal. And she goes to the doctor and gets it all done and everything. It's, it's about $3,000 to get the root canal, to get the crown put on. And I go in. And every penny from what I made at Papa John's went to pay for the root canal. Hmm. And I, I go in and pay in payments in $1 tips. <laughs> like, here's $183 in tips. I'll see you next week. <laughs> isn't, that, like, wow. isn't that the worst? Like, uh, when you actually see, like, okay, four months of doing this thing paid for this one thing. I just had that happen with a car repair. It's like, I got so excited. I just got yeah. this money I made after doing this thing. And then it's like, oh, you need new front, whatever, <laughs> tie rods. Oh, I've got to maintain. <laughs> Are either you, you guys don't strike me as maintain guys. Like, I know Kitteran's great with the batteries and everything. But, like, do you guys, you know, everything up to date on your your cars and your toys and no, I respect the, I, there's like these older guys than me. I think it's our dad's generation who maintain things and me. I just, I have to, I just wait until something breaks and then I fix it. Yeah. That's me. Or, or I don't fix it. That's also an option. <laughs> that's an option. You're right. You're right. I, I really like that option. Do you think it's that consumer goods now aren't really made to be maintained and fixed and used for a lifetime? Like, it seems like they're made to be almost disposable. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, even the good stuff that used to be, yeah, hey, this will be lifelong. Yeah. It's like, they're not even thinking that. And it, it's, it stinks because the consumer still expects that. Yeah. But we well, also, we also expect a cheaper price. And so we have totally flipped the market upside down. And we've gotten what we've asked for in a in a pretty crummy way. Yeah, I, I was talking to a guy that was telling me that um, Mercedes, like they started out as being like just a very solid vehicle, like you would never need to do anything to it. Um, you know, kind of like what we think of as like the Japanese type cars now, mm-hmm. where um, they would just keep going. Um, and they found, um, I guess, according to him, anyways, that you know, they would make a lot more money by making parts that would fail. And so the whole business model kind of changed there. Um, they're not alone either. I think a lot of companies are doing that. Yeah, almost yeah. like they're getting it in their minds. How can we make this worse so you would come back? That is so crummy. Who, mm-hmm. who's, who's a company that doesn't do it that way? Is it just like Apple? Are, are they even still like that? I don't know. No, Apple does it too. They they even had updates that they got sued for because they made old models slow down. So who is it? Fruit of the Loom? No, my, <laughs> my underwear have, have holes in them. Yeah, my elastic's like- stretched out. That could just be the peanut butter though. <laughs> that is not Fruit of the Loom's fault. <laughs> You're right. That's the peanut butter. Okay. Is there a company that stands out that, that has not sought profit over quality? I do think there's some high quality like uh, uh, f- clothing that where they use like real wool and different things that are made to last. I don't yeah. buy any of that stuff. See, I, this this probably is a downside of of the whole 
you know, our economy, the way it, it, it's run. Um, you mean capitalism? Capitalism. Yeah, that's like. It is. That, you're right. You know, we always think of the the positive things. That that's definitely one negative thing about capitalism is it just drives everyone to keep on keep on having a a bottom consume. line that's better. Consume, and, consume, consume. Yep. Yeah, but you can't blame that on a system. You what know, do you mean? You, Why can't you? Because is it did the system decide? Or did, or did the people decide? Like, is there, is there a country that is not capitalist that has a system that has not caused this to happen? Because the countries we're talking about, Mercedes, that's not an American capitalistic co- uh, company. I mean, ultimately, the consumer does decide, right? If we... Yeah, like, a co- the consumer can take any, um, any system... And make it like if the consumer is good and it values quality over cheap, then that's the way the country is going to go. If the consumer is, hey, I want cheap stuff. It doesn't matter what system you give them. Well, see, but even within that. So you're going to have like, let's let's say someone like Toyota or, or, you know, like they're known for making really great cars that last. So, um, you know, to name one company like what you were asking. So so they do that. But then within that ecosystem, they're still trying to cut. They're still trying to to make a, a bigger profit every year. And so uh, e- even though they're, they may be standing out from everyone else, their their goal is the profit. It's not the quality. So. So like in order for a company to have um, that as the number one goal it would be like okay we don't care if we come out even you know everyone gets paid and we we make no money or we make two cents whatever you know I, but I our want, goal is to make the best product possible and and I, I don't i don't know that there are too many if if there are even any companies that that do that there are none because they cannot survive and so i don't want a company that's only only goal is quality well it could be as long as you charge people for it like like rolex is doing just fine and they'll last generations but you not only pay for the amount of work that goes into it you pay extra and people do something tells me they've got a number cruncher back there that says hey here's what we got to do to keep our profit margins the way they've got a marketing team and they've got yeah i mean they're they're after they're after profit and they've but got what I'm a... saying is, like, let's say you wanted to make a hammer. You could buy the best steel in the world. You could come up with what you think is the best design in the world. And you could make it. And then you could charge somebody $10 more than it costs you to make it. And you could survive if people are willing to pay it. Yeah. And, and, and our system allows for that. Like, we allow for the the cheap crap dollar general um Maybe you take that out of there, Josh. Uh, but we we allow Not for the really, yeah, <laughs> never will be. Um, you know, we allow for that, but but we also we could probably name quite a few companies that, um, I know I was just bashing on all companies, but that do value profit, but also they're pretty high quality. Like Kidron, do you like your Lexus? I do. do you, uh, I would, would you say that even? that. I would say that it 
that's a company that stands out in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the number one, I mean, Lexus Toyota, that's the number one, uh, car sales in the world. And, and so, so the consumer has, has, they kind of weed this stuff out. The, the bottom people tend to not, not last for long. The bottom businesses that are just going for cheap tend to not stick around for too long. So I think I win. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think no, I win they, that they, argument. They definitely get, get knocked out, but, um, but yeah, I don't think that it continues to go the, the other direction either. Like the, because again, like the Lexuses and the Toyotas are also trying to cut out as much as they can. They're still trying to make as much profit they can every year. Well, well, let's bring this back to pizza. Um, his pizza, <laughs> do you feel like it's heading in a good direction or in a bad direction? <laughs> <laughs> has capitalism helped or hurt pizza you know i weigh i weigh the cheese every time and i've noticed they're cutting corners <laughs> you have to you have to believe you have to believe that capitalism does produce better pizza you, I, that's and what i'm thinking and the reason is like if you make a better pizza than the the store next to you you're going to get the consumers but if you're in a government building like us like a primary primary school you're going to get rectangle pizza with crumbled sausage and you don't know what's in that sausage quite a bit of good pizza now now some of the ingredients that go into them probably have have um, dropped off like i think flour there's been some bad thing with flour lately like it's all bleached like you cannot find you got to pay like a fortune for any there's like good. no nutritional value to it it seems yeah but my taste buds don't know that <laughs> because they, they put don't... enough salt in the meats and the sausage that we all we just taste the salt and we're good yeah i heard that our you bury people now and you, you would bury people 100 years ago and then their bodies would disintegrate and uh bones would disintegrate but now you bury people and, <laughs> preservatives. and they don't <laughs> yeah they, they don't because of all the preservatives we eat <laughs> we you know, endure it's mummification I, I, of a new kind i heard that like the the really really healthy stuff like you know the really health conscious people the stuff that they buy that they spend a ton of money on on food and everything weirdos um, i i heard that there is actually no way that everyone could do that because there isn't that much of that type of food out there like right like it's not been, sustainable right so like there has to be junk food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? How, how is that not? Why couldn't we all own one cow and ten chickens? Well, I mean, the way things are, like there may be a way to to. That'd be get seven there. billion cows. But we, I, we could share a cow. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm not saying every person have one cow. Every family unit. Well, I know I was just thinking to myself today when when Isaac said, is this chicken? And I said, yeah, it's chicken. He's like, we eat a lot of chicken. I was just thinking how many chickens die at our hands each year. And it's way more than 10, Steve. Do you know how? Well, no, I'm saying for the eggs, 10 eggs a day. Can that not sustain the low brood? 
it, I guess it could. You could also live on like, I don't know, but that's not how I want to live. I don't want to eat one egg a day. <laughs> ten, 10 eggs for five people. That's two eggs a day. I don't want to eat two eggs a day. I didn't even want to eat one egg a day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> eggs, eggs have their own commercial. It is not tied to any egg company. I'll, I'll thank you very much. That's <laughs> how incredible, incredible that food is. Edible egg. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> Eggs and milk. Those are like the only two yeah. that. Pork has their own thing. Remember the other white meat? Pork should not be included. Pork is the king of In pizza. That Have you noticed elite... that? Think pork? of all the best. Think of all the best toppings on pizza. They're just different ways to make pork. No. That's true. Oh, wait. Pepperoni. Pepperoni's yeah. pork. Sausage is pork. Bacon Banana is pork. Peppers. Canadian bacon is pork. Banana peppers are pork. Oh, Banana peppers are pork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got to tell you guys this story. School just started. So we are freaking out in the morning. Okay, we've been staying up so late. Everyone's staying up so late. We've been freaking out in the morning. Okay, so we get all the kids ready. We get all their lunches ready. We get them fed. We get them dressed. We get out in the car and I'm driving them. And I'm like, I didn't eat. I didn't eat anything. I'm like, okay, I got I'm so grumpy, angry, hungry, hangry, harumpy. <laughs> and I drop Silas off. I drop the other two off. And I'm like, where is McDonald's? I'm buying an English or an egg McMuffin. I'm buying two of them. I get there. There's like 20 cars in the drive through So frustrated. And then I look at it. I see a fresh time. And I think, boom, boom, chicka, boom. I go park in the parking lot. They're <laughs> open. I go inside and I go to town. I broke the cardinal rule. I was shopping <laughs> while hungry. <laughs> I, I bought, I, I think I spent 15 bucks, which you would think, okay, so what did you buy? Like a cheese stick at fresh time? Cause they are really expensive. Everything's really expensive at fresh time, but I found all the sweet deals. I, I bought a <laughs> half gallon of this stuff called kefir milk. Okay. It's like drinking strawberry yogurt. That's all you need to know, but you can drink it because they call it milk. Um, and then I bought, uh, I bought these, <laughs> that could have been my breakfast. <laughs> but I bought these two frozen uh, breakfast burritos. One was a Canadian bacon. That's what made me think of that. Uh, I didn't realize how much I love pork. I hate pork, but I guess I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bought a gallon of milk and I bought two boxes of cereal that were on sale. And you always got to ask because they, they say, hey, this is two for five bucks. You always got to ask. I found a lady. I said, "Is do I have to buy two? To get right. the $5 deal? And she yeah, said, usually nope. Don't. Nope. Didn't. So I just bought one of those. <laughs> you know you know where I want you to go next time this happens, Steve? Where? I want you to stop by a Casey's gas station and get breakfast pizza. <laughs> oh, that sounds so gross. <laughs> it sounds so gross, but, but do it. Do it. And I promise you, you'll enjoy it. And we'll we'll report the the update on uh, on a future episode. <laughs> I would have to go out of out of my way about ten miles to get there, but I might just for future podcast material. Yeah, you can walk in and they've got them sitting there in the little heated thing that you love. Uh, grab you know a slice, what? breakfast pizza. Breakfast pizza from Wow, I think that would be the one pizza that I just ever did not. Don't Enjoy. no, don't knock it until you try it. You'll feel a little <laughs> weird going in and buying it. 
but I, I assure you, if you're a pizza lover, you'll, you'll like it. As the famous proverb says, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Josh, your eating uh, like habits. I know, are... I know. <laughs> but you did, you did tell a story about uh, peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. Oh, man. Well, great, guys. Hey, I think we've all, I think we all agree. Pizza stands the test of time. It's incredible. Um, I'm sure somehow the recipe fits in with an old testament recipe for uh you know good foods or something unleavened pizza must try well great well love you guys if you do want to try unleavened pizza steve here's what you do you go to casey's general store (laughs) (laughs) absolutely no leaven (laughs) oh man you go Lots. to the 7-Eleven and ask for the, <laughs> can I get the 7 seven unleavened, please? <laughs> can, can, one, can one of you gas station workers behind the counter uh, tell me what ingredients are in this uh, breakfast pizza? <laughs> well, this toothbrush recommended by the American Dental Association. <laughs> hey, what, uh, what, temp- what temperature have you been cooking at this pizza on and for how long? <laughs> How nutritious, how nutritious exactly is this gas station? Can I, can I speak with the chef? <laughs> Sorry, he's back cleaning the bathrooms right now. <laughs> Sorry, he's been asked to go empty the trash cans out front. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he did that right before he cooked your pizza. <laughs> Oh, in our, in our, and we're out of hand soap. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. I'm sorry. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs> See you, man. Is pizza really the world's best food? Send your comments and questions to homerkentexperiment at gmail.com. Good day. Good day.